Good afternoon, it's 12 o'clock and welcome to the MoneyWeb at Midday Show. My name is Drake van Ikker. It looks like a good day on the markets. Uh, the screen is mostly green and uh, the RAND also seems to have gained some, uh, you know, stability currently trading at around 14.40 against the dollar, slightly stronger there. Um, on the corporate front, we've seen several companies reporting results. Uh, the, these include Imperial, BHP Billiton, Harmony Gold, ShopRite, and uh, there is also news that Steinoff was fined by the JSE for not uh, disclosing ratings adjustments quickly enough to the JSE and the market. And I'll speak to Paul Fouchier, uh, Portfolio Manager at Unum Capital, about these and other stories. And uh, a bit later, I'll also speak to Paul Whitburn, a Portfolio Manager at Rosendahl Partners, about Imperial's results specifically. But first, let's look at the indicators. The JSE All Share is trading up uh, a quarter of a percent at 57,292 points. Resources um, down 1%, one of the few indices that is trading down. Industrials up 0.38%. Financials gaining 1.5%. The gold index also 1.75% stronger. On international markets, the FTSE 100 uh, is relatively flat at 7,587. The DAX uh, two-thirds of a percent higher, while the CIC 40 also nearly 0.7% to the good. The Nikkei in uh, Southeast Asia closed 0.1% uh, higher. Shanghai gained 1.3%, while the Hang Seng also traded uh, up 0.56%. Let's look at some shares that are performing well. Uh, Mr. Price uh, has gained 4.3% so far today. Nepi Rock Castle is trading 3.6% higher. Netco up 35 Pioneer Foods also 2.8% higher. Capitec 28 um, True is also 2.78% uh, stronger. On the downside, ShopRite down a significant 6.4%. Uh, and that's after the company released some uh, results today. Uh, not the, the best story, but a significant reaction from the market. Um, uh, then Billiton down 2%, also reporting results today. A saw down one8 um, Richmond also down one and a half. Let's look at the currencies. The uh, Rand is trading at uh, 14 uh, Rand 41 against the dollar, 18 Rand 44 against the pound, and 16 Rand 57 against the euro. The dollar is trading at 110 Japanese yen. The euro is trading at $1.15. The pound uh, at $1.28. Bitcoin uh, slightly stronger at $6,435 or 92,447 Rand. Gold is trading at $1,193. Platinum at $801. Good to see platinum above $800 again. Uh, Brent crude down slightly, $72.17. And on the capital market, the R186 is trading at 8.99%. But Paul Fischer, Portfolio Manager at Unum Capital, is on the line. Paul, welcome to the show. Uh, You know, it seems like we're going to have two good trading days after yes, uh, last week's uh, volatility. Yeah, it looks like it. Uh, sort of a little bit, uh, sort of the market going back to normalcy, I guess, after the Turkey's, uh, <laughs> so what happened in Turkey last week, and that obviously caused massive volatility in the markets, especially in emerging markets. Um, yeah, and obviously we've seen as, uh, you know, I mean, foreign investors generally bulk all emerging markets together. So when they allocate money to emerging markets, they'll see South Africa, Turkey, Russia, Brazil, they'll put us all in the same sort of basket. So, 
you know, problems like you had last week in Turkey, you know, can't, uh, South Africa is going to feel a lot of that as well in the markets. But it looks like things are a little bit more back to normal. The currency strengthened a little bit too. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully we can kind of look forward again and uh, move forward. Yeah. Let's look at a few of the results. Um, ShopRite uh, released uh, full year results. Um, revenue up 3.1% to $145 billion. Uh, The profits down 4% to $5.2 billion, But those were hit mostly by non-South African operations. The dividend was cut 14% um, for the second half and the total dividend for the year down 4% to 4 rand 85 um, uh, But the market doesn't seem to like this. So what do you make of it? Yeah, I mean, look, if you, if you look at the results uh, and considering where ShopRite is and, uh, you know, and the environment it is in, I don't think the results are that bad. Um, you know, they, they, they managed to keep margins relatively okay. Margins are slightly down, and that's, that's obviously an important number to look at. But margins are relatively stable and relatively okay. Obviously, Africa did, did impact them a little bit. But, you know, Africa is quite a volatile space to be in. And year on year, it's, it's, it's very hard to look sort of every year and to, to take any meaningful uh, anything meaningful from it. So it's obviously they had some, uh, you know, issues with, with inflation and currencies in some of those countries, in particular Angola. But I mean, if you look at the overall results, not too bad, um, considering where we are, and considering, uh, I mean, especially you know when you see what uh, you know consumer numbers were, were like in South Africa uh, last week as well, not too bad. And market share was gained, a little bit of market share gained. I think the issue here is that the price is quite high. It's not a cheap. It hasn't actually been a cheap cheap share for a while. So I think what you're seeing is sort of the market saying, well, look. You know, results aren't that bad. Um, you know, numbers are slightly down, but the price, you know, where it's trading at the moment just doesn't justify it. Uh, the, the results don't justify that price. So I think it's more not really bad results. I think it's just a case of the, the, the price of the actual share was a bit too high for where the results are at the moment. So I do I do foresee ShopRite coming down a little bit more. I think you could probably get the, get the share at, at a lot more attractive values from where it is now. But in Mars, yeah, the, the results themselves are not actually too bad. But do you think that is a, a lack of proper guidance? Uh, you know, six and a half percent, you know, drop in in a, a share this size uh, does seem that the the market was surprised. It does, yeah. Um, you know, potentially it could be that. Um, you know, I think a lot of things. Uh, I think you know you could probably find a lot of negativity on the numbers uh, on the on the um, uh, retail sales numbers that came out at the end of last week too. I think maybe that's also causing a bit of uh, a bit of negativity around the share. Maybe if you didn't have those numbers out and so negative there, you know, five of the last seven months retail sales have been negative. So. So if you look at that, maybe that's also having an impact on the share just from a sentiment point of view, potentially as well. Two mining results out. Harmony Gold, uh, headline earnings down 43% to 171 cents a share, but there was a net loss of 4.4 billion rand, although there are some once-off funnies on the, the balance sheet and the, the income statement, um, and that includes an exchange rate loss of 670 million. I see the share price uh, has gained uh, you know, around 1%, but what did you make of the Harmony numbers? Look, you know, uh, gold miners, especially in South Africa, they're not really investments, they're trading stocks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're very extremely cyclical. Sometimes you have great results out, other times you have terrible results out. The bottom line is these companies haven't made any meaningfully profit, any meaningful return to to investors in, you know, decades now. And um, so it's not really something we look at too too seriously. 
um, for the traders, it's great. They're very volatile, but but not something that that, that I look at particularly. I mean, obviously, if you look fundamentally at the gold price of where it is, it's not looking good. Um, you know, I think gold, uh, traditionally gold's always been seen as a sort of safe haven asset. I, I think that might be changing going forward. So there's just no reason for me to, to, to own these guys. Um, you know, it's harder and harder and more expensive for them to mine all the time. They're not really... They haven't shown a great um, history in terms of allocating capital efficiently, and you know, I just think you know over the long term, you know, investing for the long term, you want you want to generate returns for shareholders, and these companies just aren't able to do that. So, yeah. not something I really look at, and not something I'm particularly uh, <laughs> particularly excited about. Are you excited about BHP Billiton? It's the world's biggest miner, and it produced a 33% increase in profit. Uh, the dividend uh, increased by 42%, and the group is really spending on exploration more than a billion U.S. dollars, and it will spend around 8 billion U.S. dollars on uh, capital expenditure, and the group says, uh, you know, there are some positives uh, ahead. Um, the, the share price down uh, around 2%. Um, what, what did you make of the BHP numbers? Yeah, good results, which you would expect. Obviously, they had an increase in profitability, uh, increase in, in pricing, and also an increase in productivity. So, so both both uh, were sort of uh, tailwinds for them, which was which was which was expected. Um, you know, I've been a, I've been I've I've liked the diversified miners for a while now, and I think you'll probably continue to see to see good results coming out of them. Um, I like the fact that they're also selling the the oil and gas. Uh, Division in, in the in the US, they're selling that to BP. I like that. Uh, I think it's a good, probably a good time to be selling assets in the cycle rather than to be to be to be necessarily buying assets. Um, I think yeah, the, the the question is going forward. I mean, these businesses are very cyclical, and it's hard to call the tops and it's hard to call the bottom. So, so I'm looking at a five-year view here, and obviously results have been good, and I think you'll probably continue to see results. Maybe the next result or next year, year or two out, also looking good. But over a five-year view, you know the price has run quite significantly. You see that you see the share of two percent today, even on the back of good results. The share is quite expensive at the moment. Um, I'm starting to maybe look at allocating money away from these guys now and looking at something less cyclical. Mm-hmm. But I have liked the shares up till now. Uh, I think I think uh, the diversified managers are, have obviously performed well, and, uh, and uh, uh, results have suggested that or have have added to that. But um, you always got to be looking forward with these cyclical uh, miners. So so for me, results are good, but starting to look elsewhere. Yeah, they also got uh, some good management there, and uh, I believe some strategic decisions may even, you know, make the the prospects a bit m- a bit more rosy, um, especially in the near future. I wouldn't discount them, uh, but uh, it is expensive, as you say. Just lastly, Steinoff fined by the JSE one million rand, and uh, it rebuked uh, the company uh, on sense this morning um, for failing to. Uh, uh, pass on news of a credit rating uh, adjustment from uh, several credit rating agencies uh, quickly enough, and that started when uh, Marcus Euster resigned. Uh, this doesn't happen often. What do you make of it? <laughs> Not surprising that it's coming from Steinoff. Yeah. Uh, look, I mean, they, they haven't had a history of good disclosure. I mean, you know, the company's a mess over the last few months. You know, there, there was that uh, incident a few weeks ago where they weren't disclosing, uh, or that where they hadn't disclosed executive compensation tied to 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 or Steinoff Retail, Africa Retail Star and disclose executive compensation tied to the Steinhoff share price. So, you know, there's all these little things that are coming out in the wash and all these little rats and mice that are coming out. And I, and I suspect you'll probably see a few more of these little tidbits coming out in the next few